0: Well, here we are with our next episode of the Space. Good morning, Cam. It's frigid I here in the east. How are you doing?
1: Doing good. Getting through the cold snap we're having.
0: Yeah, I think that cold snap is stretching across the entire country. It's much colder here than it normally is. So, I think we're at minus 2 this morning.
1: Well, when I woke
0: up it was minus 6. Yikes. Well, hopefully everything will start to warm up uh, as we move through the month of February. In this episode of The Space, we thought it would be a great opportunity to provide our listening audience with some background and to where we're going next with the show and and to reflect on some of the episodes that we've already gone through in Season 2 and uh, give them an idea of what they can expect in the next couple of months on both The Space and uh, for what it's worth. So we're almost halfway through Season 2. I think it's been a really, really good season We've had some fantastic episodes, starting with Hugh Siegel's "Comes a Time," uh, where Hugh talked about his passion for basic income for Canada as a way to alleviate poverty. That was a two-part episode, and I thought it was really good. That was followed up very closely with Tom Scanlon's episode "Love of the Game," where Tom talked about his collection of hockey sticks and all the stories that went along with them. And I loved that episode, and obviously our audience did too. It's still tracking really well. We've had lots of listens. People seemed to really enjoy it. It
1: was fun to do.
0: Yeah, it sure was. And then we had Darcy Van Polgeest, the author of Little Bird, Um, I really enjoyed that interview. It was fascinating to me to learn more about the comic and graphic novel industry. I loved the book. I read the book. Um, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. The writing, the artwork, and the theme, which of course kind of reflected what's going on in the world, particularly in the United States. So I loved that episode. I thought he was a great guest, very self-effacing, and obviously doing quite well with this book, and I'm looking forward to his next installment. So it's been a good season so far, and I think we're trying a bunch of new things, uh, new concepts, new types of guests, and uh, our audience seems to be enjoying it, so that's really great. So now we want to talk about what's new, uh, what our audience can expect in the next couple of episodes, some of the new things that we're doing with the show. Why don't you tell us about our new Facebook page? Yes, we've got a
1: new Facebook page, folks. You can go to Facebook, search for what it's worth. There we will have highlights of the show. We will post episodes, and you can give us feedback and perhaps give us ideas for
0: upcoming episodes. Yeah, very cool. That's been a long time in coming, and I think it's great to have that page, and, and hopefully our audience will jump in and um, ask questions, make comments, provide feedback, all that kind of good stuff that we need uh, to continually improve the show I, I should have mentioned earlier we had a great episode in our past the jam series which is something that we started as you and i uh, talked about earlier in an episode of the space we were frustrated because we weren't able to play recorded music on the show no matter how we looked at it there was no way for us to play recorded music when we started the idea of past the jam we imagined a contest where people would submit original tunes and we would get to play their music on the show. And that was a way for us to, you know, expand um, our musical repertoire, so to speak. And it took a bit of time and, and people seemed a bit nervous about submitting music, so we didn't get a lot of uptake. But then uh, we found Ben Hunter, and Ben Hunter came in and and did an episode for us that was uh, called Old Lucky Man, which was absolutely fantastic. Still tracking really well. Ben was a great guest. He had some great stories about his life as a traveling musician. He is a road warrior, um, hardcore troubadour, as we labeled him. And that was a fantastic episode, and it is still tracking really well. So obviously, music is something that people really want hear about. Ben was a very generous and gracious guest. After that episode, we all started to look at what we might do as a build-on to that, given its popularity. And I think what we've decided is to take Past the Jam into a slightly new direction. So it was a great name. You came up with that name. And when I started to think about it, I thought, you know, maybe this should be more um, akin to a chain letter. In other words, since Ben Hunter currently now owns the jam, the next guest, the next musician on the show, it would be great to have Ben involved in that interview and to essentially pass the jam over to a new artist and have him engage. Yeah, have him engage with that new artist, ask questions, and they speak the same language. Their passion is similar, that of music. And they can share the stories and trials and tribulations of trying to make it as a musician. I reached out to Ben, and Ben, again, very graciously said, hey, this is a great idea. I would love to take part in that. So for our next episode of Pass the Jam, our guest will be Oliver McQuaid, who is a local legend in the East Kootenay Valley of British Columbia, I've seen him play at a number of different events. In fact, I actually played with him once. He was very kind to play along with me in a small bar in Kimberley, B.C. But I've seen Oliver a number of times. He did a wonderful session this past July, July 2020. It was called the Back Porch Sessions. It was a live recorded show in Kimberley, B.C., It's on Facebook, and we will provide uh, links to that for our audience to have a listen. But Oliver is a singer-songwriter extraordinaire, great voice, great stage presence, so we're really excited to have him on the show. And Ben will join me in the interview. Um, in passing the jam over to Oliver. So that should be a really lively show, discussing their musical influences and, and sharing stories from their trials and tribulations of being a, a a live musician working in the music industry. And part of the reason we decided to move in this new direction is we see this as a great opportunity to create a community of musicians. By having musicians from previous shows actually involved in passing the jam to the new artist, we think we're building some connections, we're building that community of musicians, and that opens up all kinds of possibilities. The possibility of joint songwriting for example or just having that connection that relationship might result in a future collaborative music endeavor and we also think it provides a listing platform that doesn't currently exist one that's more natural and one that's more organic to allow our listeners to hear music that they normally wouldn't hear because of course the industry promotes certain sounds and certain types of music. Often people don't fit within what's popular or what's in demand by the industry. So this is a chance to hear new music in a very natural way. We're hoping that, perhaps, that after we go through a season of Pass the Jam, we'll be able to do something to cap it all off, whether it is a concert with all the musicians that have been on Pass the Jam, or whether it's, a and that could be done virtually, or it could be done potentially face-to-face, or we might do a record and put together all the, the artists from Pass the Jam and their songs and create a record and make that available to our audience. So I'm pretty excited about it. Hi, I'm too,
1: Blake. Music really helps us improve our lives, whether it's through entertainment or enlightenment. And I think this is a great new way to discover and share in that. Uh, and, And people that are listening to the show, if you have friends, family, colleagues that are closet musicians, artists, and just want to get their sound out, we'd love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to change the criteria, a bit. As, as I mentioned earlier, we started this as a contest of sorts to get new music for the show, but I think it's morphed into something a little bit more and a little more interesting, I think, both for us and for the artists. So we'll make some modifications to the information that we've posted on our show blog so that musicians and artists can uh, get a sense of what to the processes, but it hasn't changed that much. What we need is for people to send us a 60 second clip, um, at least, or one song that we can listen to and decide whether or not it's uh, suitable for the show. It should be original music again. It should be of good quality, uh, good sound quality. Um, Musical styles can vary as always. Um, We're completely open to having a really broad cross section of musical genres on the show. Uh, The commitment, besides giving us that music, is to be willing to be on the show and to be a co-host and to help us to pass the jam to the next person in line. So that's the one thing that's changed, is we want people who are willing to, once they've held the jam for a period of time, to come on the show and pass it to the next musician. Excellent.
1: And Blake, how should the uh, artists send us their material? What's the best way for them to
0: get it to us? Well, again, it, there's all kinds of ways to do it. So Ben Hunter just sent us the MP3 files for four songs. And that worked just fine. If people have SoundCloud, they can send it to us that way. They can email it to us or they have Dropbox or any of the file sharing systems. They can use those. So it's pretty straightforward. We do have an email address. So it's for what it's worth pastthejam.gmail.com, and you can send us your clips, your tracks. That way, provide us with some mechanism to either download or access your music.
1: Go to the Facebook page if they want to use that.
0: Absolutely, yeah, for sure. They can certainly do that if they have no issues with putting that out into a shared environment. Anyway, I think it's going to be a great experiment. And I know that Ben is really excited about it. I spoke with Oliver yesterday. He's very excited about it. so it, it should be fantastic. And I would encourage our audience to stay tuned and tune in for these episodes. We'll try to do some more interesting things around it, but I think it's going to be a really good series. I do too. And I, I'm you know, quite excited, in fact, by the fact alone that you, um,
1: sent me Oliver's link, and the guy's amazing. Yeah, he sure is. When when this COVID's over, and when this pandemic subsides, he'll make his way to Ontario.
0: Well, you know, Oliver's just had a a second child, so he's got a lot going on at the moment. But, oh, and the other thing about the interview with Oliver is that it may be the very first face-to-face interview for the show. I am on my way out to Kimberly, and Oliver's out there. I have a little studio set up, so I did talk to him about coming in and maybe doing face-to-face, which would be really interesting as well. Maybe he'll even play us a song live.
1: (laughs) That'd be fantastic.
0: Who knows? But yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. So that's one of the things that's up and coming for our audience to know about. And then a couple of other things more in in the near term is we have another show coming out next week Called Knowledge is the Commodity, where our guest is Praveen Andavashu, who is a very experienced and senior knowledge manager. He worked for some of the biggest multinational firms in the world. And our discussion is really around how knowledge has become the new commodity in the world. Not so much products and services anymore, certainly for developed nations, uh, but knowledge as an actual commodity. We had a great interview just the other day, and it's now recorded and being edited, but it was a fantastic discussion, zeroing in on why knowledge is so important these days using the pandemic as a backdrop. So that's going to be a really great episode, particularly for those that are knowledge management practitioners or in the field of change management or innovation. This will be particularly appealing. We also have another episode that we're working on, which I'm quite excited about. It's called Tree Trust. What we haven't done done so far on the show is a show about the environment and climate change, obviously the existential threat that faces us all, no matter where we live in the world. And it's a focus on the importance of trees, and in particular, large trees in terms of their carbon capture capabilities what i had not realized was that large trees are nature's solution to climate change. In other words, the amount of carbon that large trees in particular capture is quite extraordinary. So our guest will be Tony Ellis from Tree Trust, talking about the importance of large trees in terms of one of our solutions to climate change and a natural one. And so I'm quite looking forward to that and learning a lot more about trees.
1: That sounds fascinating. I'm really psyched for that one as well.
0: Yeah, so that's going to be coming up soon. And that give our audience a sense of what we're doing. We're branching again into some new directions and new types of shows. Anything else we should be telling our listeners? Just visit the Facebook page.
1: And if you have any ideas, by all means, it's a private group. Just You can join you're not know, going to expose yourself to the general public there. Once you join, you can invite people. We've got admin, administrators that'll uh, make sure everything's uh, kosher, but uh, yeah, we're looking for your ideas and uh, whatever else you'd like to see on the show.
0: Yeah. It'd be really nice to get some more feedback from our listeners and some new show ideas, so consider this an open collaborative invitation to help us improve and, and develop the show. Definitely. Cool. Well, I'm pretty excited about the next uh, number of episodes and our Pasta Jam series which uh, I think is going to be fantastic. We've got a whole bunch of uh, new musicians lined up. We do have a queue forming for this. Um so again, which is great. Yes, yeah.
1: exactly. After a little a slow
0: start, we, we've, we've got some exciting things coming up. Yeah, we sure do. So to all those aspiring musicians out there who are interested in getting their music out to the world and being part of a larger community of musicians and doing something really cool and collaborative, which may result in either a, a performance for either virtual or live, or an album, I think we're going to do something really neat. I'm not sure what it is yet, but it'll be a really rewarding experience for all participants ideas if you have any. You betcha. Okay, my friend, good to chat with you again, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode of The Space. Stay warm. All right.